Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Good morning, everybody. Unfortunately, Dr. Dane Here is not here today because he, uh, he had a seminar that he had to go to. And uh, he couldn't be on with us. So I have as a special guest, this is Gary, I have a special guest, Mrs. Miss, Ms. Julie Tootin. And Julie has, uh, you know, it's like, I wrote a book called Divorceless Relationship. And in that, I gave tools on how to not divorce yourself in a relationship. And Julie has, is, is working on having a conscious divorce. And what is a conscious divorce? Conscious divorce is a place where you're not angry with the other person all the time. You don't have to make your kids hate the other person all the time. And you create a place where you get to have your life, they get to have their life, and you still have your kids together and you don't have to make life miserable. So, Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gary. Happy to be here. Good. So what's it like being a divorced woman with two kids? You know, uh, it's a lot different than I thought it would be when I was contemplating it. Um, I've actually found a lot more peace, a lot more ease, um, and and a lot more expansion of my world and the kids' world as a result. Now, that's not normal. You do know that, don't you? I, I know that, yes. Because <laughs> I was told long ago that people, people would say to me, oh, you know, it's like now that you're getting divorced... I mean, my, my uh, wife, when we got divorced, said, your daughter's going to turn into a slut and a whore because we're getting divorced when she's at that vulnerable age of 14. Well, she didn't turn into those things. But, you know, it's like people have this point of view that everything gets worse for every, every party. But I didn't find that to be true. Her life has expanded. My life has expanded. The kid's life has expanded. Uh, you know what? Divorce is not the worst thing in the world. But it is a choice that people have. Now that you've chosen it, you know, it's like, how are things going with your ex? Well, um, it's interesting. There's, there's no animosity. There's, there's definitely a lot more awareness. And I, I hoped that his life would expand more, but I'm also okay with the choices that he's making. And um, that's a relief to me because I used to want so much more for him. And now I can just let him be what he is and choose what he's choosing, and there's no issue. There's no struggle. That's really cool. 
because you know it's like I know for me it was always I I kept trying to get my my ex to choose you know to have more money in her life and to have greater ease and stuff and she kept not choosing it but I always thought that I was responsible somehow that the choices she made and it's kind of interesting when you finally realize oh you aren't the source of everything you know it's like I really like the idea that I might be the source of everything but it turned out I wasn't <laughs> yeah you know it's like so that's one of the places we tend to live and so how things how have things been with your kids Things have actually been really amazing with them. Um, when I was first looking at this, I, I started Access about nine years ago, and I was on the verge of wanting to to have a divorce but was really afraid to do so. And um, I'd always use that tool of looking out into the future and, and asking, you know, what would my life be like if I chose this and what would their life be like if I chose this? And it always was more expansive, but I didn't trust that until about five years of using the tools and recognizing, you know what, this isn't going to change my relationship. What I need to do is follow my awareness. And when I did that, it, there, was, there was just um, a sense of peace and ease for all of us, actually, um, my husband and I apologized to each other for everything that we'd ever done. And there was really no animosity. It was more like, you know what? This isn't working. Let's do something different. And the kids recognized, too, that there was a lot of tension and stress in our household before. And they're much happier living with me. Much happier. And Isn't they're starting to create their lives. That's very cool. We have a caller this is the second caller we've ever had on our show. Galima, are you there? Hello. Hello, Hello. how are you? Thanks for calling in. And thank you for doing this show uh, available to listeners. I was, um, I'm very, um, I'm surprised and grateful and <laughs> I don't know when, um, how, what words can I use to be able to participate in conversation live. <laughs> Cool. Well, just, um, you know, got to ask a question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The question is, uh, well, it's more, um, you're, you were talking about divorce, and to me, it's more, uh, it's related to divorce from a family, which also very related to how how much I divorced myself to be, to be with the family, and fight against and for myself and against them and choose and cool well, the one thing you got to get okay so let's just do a little process for you yeah. okay so what stupidity are you using and by stupidity I mean unawareness I don't mean that you're stupid okay so yeah. what stupidity are you using to create the divorcing of you for your family are you choosing and everything creates that times a God's own, and we just don't create it all. Yeah. <clears throat> right on, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, good Lord. Apparently, you've divorced, like, oh, about 99,000% of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not your best choice, honey. So, what stupidity are you using to, to create the divorcing of you for your family are you choosing? 
everything that is times a godzillion, we just don't want to create it all. Yes, totally. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, and let's do it one more time. So what stupidity are you using to create the divorcing of you for your family are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just try and create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Well, the one thing that we all do is, you know, it's like you come into life as a little kid and you think you can make your family happy. Did you think you could make your family happy when you first came in? Yes or no? Um, no. Well, it's both, actually. Well, you thought you could, but then you could. And there was something about healing. Yeah, well, you came in to try and make their lives better, to heal the wounds that they live with. That, by the way, is not a good way to create a relationship. I've done that many times myself. It definitely doesn't ever work. You can't heal somebody else with your relationship. All you can do is take care of you. Yeah, totally. But you've got to acknowledge that you came in to try and make them happy and to heal their wounds. Mm-hmm. And they didn't receive it, did they? No, they didn't. So if they don't receive it, does that make you wrong? Oh, yeah. I was wrong all my life. <laughs> no, it doesn't make you wrong. You've been making you wrong because they wouldn't receive it. <laughs> Just means they can't receive it. doesn't mean you're wrong. So everything you to make you wrong because they can't receive or you destroy and create all that. Yes, totally. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. See, it's like this is the place where most of us function from. We come in as little kids with this idea that we're going to make our families happy or we're going to heal their wounds or we're going to make their money work better or whatever. And we as the powerful beings we are when we come in think that they will receive this because it's us. And when they don't, we assume the wrongness of us rather than recognizing it's a choice that they won't make. So how many choices are you trying to make for them that they're not choosing? A lot, a little, or megatons? Megatons. <laughs> more. more than that, yeah. yeah. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just don't uncreate it all. Totally. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. The difficulty is if you were God, the world would be a better place. Yes. Fortunately, you don't get that choice. So, <laughs> yeah, so you got to get that people will choose what they choose, whether it's what you want them to choose or not. Yeah. There is yeah. like this um, urge to show them a different way. Yes, well, you can have all the urges you want, but that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, You've true. got to ask this question. So can I change it right now? Yes. What you got to do is ask this question, Okay. Mm-hmm. If I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? If I choose this, what will their lives be like in five years? And then you're going to know which choice you're making is going to create the greatest change for them. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's a tool you have to use every friggin' day. Yeah. And also what's coming up that in this case I have to relate on myself only. And it's very... No. No, 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 no. You don't have to relate on yourself only. What you got to do is you got to be willing to empower you, not try to empower them. Mm-hmm. Everything you've done to disempower you as though that is empowering them, will you destroy and create all that? Yes, totally. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, feeling a little better? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. We hate to make you feel better in such a short period of time. Because <laughs> it's more fun to suffer for long periods, isn't it? But it's, well, um, there is something about suffering and all that stuff. I've been using who does it belong to, and is it mine so long? And, and at the same time, when I'm uh, with people, or right now I'm in transitioning careers from academic research to fine jewelry, luxury jewelry, and everything that I'm experiencing, it's so heavy. And I do realize that this is all the projections that people have about it and expectations and conclusions. And at the same time, uh, I can barely make it to the end of the day. It's like, why is it so real? Why is it so, what is it in me that... Um, well, you're making judgment real. What? You're making judgment real. <coughs> judgment is not real. Judgment is just the point of view people use to try and stop you. So everything you've done to make judgment real, we just try and create all that. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Hmm, doggies. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so how many judgments are you making real that are stopping you? <laughs> megatons upon megatons upon megatons upon megatons upon megatons. Mm-hmm. Upon megatons. <laughs> all of yeah. those and I'm created all plays. And more than that. <laughs> yeah. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Yes, totally, totally. Wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. How did okay, you get so, any better than this? Good. Now you're feeling better, darn it. <coughs> so when you sense when you sense those judgments around you, just pock and pod everything you've done to make them real. Because mm-hmm. they aren't real. They're just judgments. But we keep trying to think that people judge us for some good reason. No, they just judge us because they can. They don't have a good reason for it. They just like doing it. People like to judge. It makes them feel important. So if you want to make them feel important, you make them judge you the way that you want them to judge you. So that they, you know, it's like, you know, it's like uh, you make jewelry and you do... You know, you're trying to do fine jewelry. Well, then make them judge that you must have way too much money, and that way you'll have too much money. Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm actually would like to get in retail of uh, fine jewelry, and I've never done this before. Okay, well, I highly recommend you contact Julie, who's on this program, <laughs> because Julie is doing retail jewelry. Really? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting better than this. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is very funny. How can Galima get a hold of you? Um, My website is www.creatingyourlifeforyou with the number four. Mm -hmm. Um, That's my one of my websites, and my jewelry website is www.julietutin.com. That's J-U-L-I-E. T-U-T-O-N dot com. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, You're welcome. So yeah. How does it get any better than this? 
how to help it. <laughs> she could probably tell you how to get, you know, get started in this area because she's already done it. Yeah. And I was looking for people uh, who would be easy to and fast to teach. And everywhere um, I was trying to, what I'm experiencing every time I touch this topic, it's like I have to be an expert already, but I'm willing to start anywhere and go well, as, as far as I can. Go. See, it's like the world delivers. You asked and you received. You wanted somebody who could teach you fast, here's a girl who can teach you fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's that for fun? Yeah, this is really fun. <laughs> cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Okay, so, uh, Julie, now we've advertised that you also are a jeweler, and you also are an access <laughs> facilitator, and you have kids, and you have an ex-husband, and you know about divorce, and you're not, and you know, you don't have animosity towards your ex, and you're living a life that's better. Wow, getting a divorce was a bad thing, wasn't it? I know, and with all of that, I still have time to go out on dates and have a good time. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. How can you do that? You're an old lady now. <laughs> Except you don't you look know, like it. I look, I look about 10 years younger than when I started. I know. That's so weird. It's one of the greatest things about Access. Want to look better? Come to Access. You know, uh-huh, it's amazing. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're going to have to go to break here shortly. And, um, and when we come back, we'll talk some more with Julie about her journey through this, you know, the pit of divorce and how to get something different and how to create something greater in your life. So thanks everybody for being with us. Stick with us. We'll be back. Welcome to the world. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, 
your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Welcome back, everybody. I'm here. This is Gary, and I have as my guest today, Julie Tootin, who is a single mom with two kids, a divorce to her credit. Notice I said credit, not debit. And uh, also, she is, you know, she's an access facilitator. She makes beautiful jewelry. She, you know, has a miserable life where everything's just too much fun. And uh, she looks younger than, you, than, than she is. So it's like, you know, how's it getting any better than that? So, Julie, what's it been like with your kids? You know, it's like I know that one of the things we've always tried to do with Access is teach people to empower their kids to know what they know. And I, you told me a story a little while back about you know, them talking to their dad, and I was just thrilled with their answer to what his point of view was. Can you give us a little you know, rundown on that? That's right. I do remember that. Um, we were, uh, well, their dad used to be an access facilitator as well. And maybe six months after our divorce, he left access. And that kind of created a little wrinkle in the kids' universe because they love their dad, they love their mom, and they want everything to be homogenous and kept together. And yet, he took a very different point of view. Um, and he's been coming stronger and stronger on his point of view and trying to get them to align with him. And so he told me that he was going to start showing them how access is mind control and access is bad and all this stuff. So I talked to them and I said, look, your dad is, he's got his point of view and that's fine and I have mine and that's fine and I've always empowered you guys to think for yourselves and know what you know. And he wants to show you this stuff, and I just want you to use your own awareness. And they're like, oh, no problem. So he started to talk to them about these issues and wanted to show them a bunch of videos. And they said, Dad, we don't want to see it. We don't care. You have your point of view. Mommy has hers. And and they just basically... Um, avoided the whole situation. I just love that. You know, it's like, I love the kids can have that kind of succinctness in their own world and know that they know and recognize that, you know, each, each person has their own point of view. Does that make it right or wrong? You know, it's like, and unfortunately, I think he doesn't realize that they're really aware of judgment and they are really aware of how judgment actually destroys things. So they're not willing to have the judgments that would destroy anything with you or anything with him. Because, you know, so when people try to get you aligned and agree with their judgment, actually all that does is make you fight their judgment. And they don't want to fight their dad. They like their dad. And they should. 
You know, it's yeah. just amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to me, and it's like, and the fact that people don't get that this is how it actually works. You know, it's like if you're bound and determined to get somebody to see your point of view, you got a definite, you know, ninety-nine percent chance of them fighting your point of view forever. With that, you don't want to do that with your kids because that never works. Right. You know, it's like right. And you know, when I got, yeah. Go on. Um, I just wanted to also mention that I've always treated them like beings and not babies or kids. And when we were going to get divorced and I talked to my daughter first, I said to her, you know, you came to us, you chose us. So what do you know about the path that we're now going to take and how can you contribute to all of us expanding? And she just, bloomed. It was amazing. She was so empowered. And then when her dad talked to her, they sat in the car and cried for an hour. And I thought, wow, that's a really interesting way to show the difference of possibilities of what choices can create versus possible judgments and points of view. Isn't it amazing? I mean, it's like, you know, it's like one of the things that I always, you know, thought was amazing. I have friends who, you know, it's like they decide that they want the, the kid to, to disagree with the other parent. And I go, why would you do that to your kid? And so they make the kid feel bad about themselves because they can't solve their parent's problem. But mm-hmm. it, the problem is a created problem, an invented problem. It's not actually real. Hey, I know. Let's do this. So how many inventions are you using to create the discord between you and your mate and your ex, are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just don't uncreate it all. Riding on yeah. good pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, good Lord. Apparently, a lot of people out there are inventing stuff to create discord. So what inventions are you using to create the discord between you and your ex? Are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just don't uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And when Kalima fought, you know, called in. She said that she was fighting her parents. Well, it's like we invent what we have to get seen or we invent that it's supposed to be a certain way. And in so doing, we create this discord between us and them rather than being in that place where you allow them to be as insane or stupid or crazy as they are and have no point of view about it. It's just who they are. So what invention are you using to create the discord between you and your ex? Are you choosing? Everything that is, and your family. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock. All nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Mm. Doggies. Hey, Gary, do you you suppose that people choose to create that discord instead of just choosing something else, choosing something that goes against what normal society says? Well, I think the difficulty is, you know, it's like, I mean, we do things like get married till death do us part. The problem is that when you actually get to the point where you want to part, you want the other person to die so that you can get away. And, uh, and that's just not, not going to work, okay? We have another caller, uh, a lady named Shida. Can, are you there? Hi, yes. Gary, it's How are you? I'm good. Actually, I'm calling from Canada. Cool. I wanted to ask a question. Uh, yes. It's like, um, 
I'm I'm afraid that if I'm not able to conceive, my husband will leave me. Because uh, basically there is a custom among Muslims that uh, if a female is not able to conceive, then there are chances that uh, the husband can get remarried. So yeah. in that case, uh, so I'm a little scared to, about yeah. it. So how do I deal with it? Okay, so truth, do you really, do you really want to have a baby? Yes. <coughs> okay. So everything, so it's like, just because you have a baby doesn't mean your husband isn't going to leave, by the way. Because a whole lot of people okay. do babies in order to try and keep things together. You know, so truth, do you love your husband? I do. Okay. So what yeah. would it be like if you were willing to let him love you, as much as you love him. Oops. So everything you've done to not let him love you as much as you love him, we just try and create all that. Sure. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So here's the way to get clear about this. What you want to do is close your eyes and mm-hmm. get, get the feeling of somebody you had an upset with, Okay. Somebody you have an upset with, not your husband. Okay? And now make those yeah. feelings, make those feelings infinite, bigger than the universe. Okay. Do they become more substantial or do they go away? They go away, don't they? Yeah. Because they're not true and they're not real. Okay? Now think about your husband and how much you care for him. And make those feelings infinite, bigger than the universe. Okay. Notice how much more substantial they're becoming? They're becoming greater, aren't they? Not lesser. Yes. See, when, when you take something that's true and you make it infinite, it becomes more substantial. When you take something that's a lie and you make it infinite, it disappears. So with your husband, if you care this much for your husband, are you showing that every day of your life? No. No. Okay, you got to start demonstrating it, honey. How can you demonstrate to your husband how much you care about him? Look, and I, I, you know, it's like I have some friends that, you know, are of the same ethnic background as you who, you know, they thought their husband was going to leave them because they didn't have children. But they started showing how much they cared for the man, and the man cared for them so much that he wouldn't leave them no matter whether they had children or not. Because you know what? It takes two to make a child. And if the man doesn't totally want a child, he won't allow his sperm to come out at the right moment. Okay. That's okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So just keep using this tool of making it everything you feel about something infinite and find out what is actually true and what's actually a lie and watch what occurs. And there's a good chance that you will have a great relationship because of the caring that you have. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. You're so welcome. It's a pleasure thanks. talking to you. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. And thanks for calling in. Okay. So, uh, Julie. Yes. Where were we? We were talking about something. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the caring. Okay. And it's like I was going to tell the story about with my ex-wives. It's like, you know, it's like my... My ex-wives took all the pictures and left me with nothing when they left. 
And uh, so it's like my kids would go and, you know, rob pictures from them and bring them to me about, you know, times in our lives. And I would look at those pictures and I would go, wow, that was such a good time. And it's like, and I don't hate my ex-wives because you, you cared for them. You wouldn't have married them. You wouldn't gotten together with them if you didn't care for them in some way. But that doesn't mean you can live with them. And when you get that caring for somebody and living with them are two different things, a whole different universe opens up. And that's really the gift that you got to get about a relationship is you still care about them. You just can't live with them. And that's the change that has to be made is when you know you can't live with somebody. You know, and like you said, it's like when I got divorced, my kids were relieved. And the great news about it was that they have actually now, one after the other, has gotten out of relationships that didn't work for them because it was okay. They didn't have to stick with something that didn't work and try and make it work. Uh, did you grow up with one of those families who told you you had to stick forever, Julie? Well, uh, my parents got divorced when I was nine, and back then I made a decision that I would never get divorced. So that was part of my struggle in choosing it for myself is I had to undo all of those decisions. I know. Isn't it funny? You're nine years old and you make the decision, I'm never getting divorced. Then you grow up and you find out that it ain't working, but you've already made the decision not to get divorced, so you stay with it regardless. Yeah, you're stuck. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, it's like, so how about the rest of you out there? How many of you have judgments and decisions that don't allow you to get divorced or don't allow you to actually create your marriage? Because the problem is if you have a decision that you'll never get divorced, then you always have to go into judgment of you, not awareness of what's possible. And you can't actually create your relationship if you're fighting never to get divorced. You're actually not creating. And that's probably the hardest thing for most of us to get is if you're fighting to not get divorced, you're actually not creating your relationship. You're trying to maintain the little bit that you currently have, not actually creating something that can be even greater. And for me, I always want to see people creating something even greater than what they had before. So everywhere that you have made a decision this lifetime, that you're not getting a divorce or you're getting divorced or you're not going to live like that or you're going to live like that or whatever. All those decisions you've made when you were a kid or when you were young or before you got into a relationship, we destroy and create all those plays. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I was talking with a lady the other day and she and her husband were splitting up. And, you know, they'd been together for like 30 years. I said, so what's going on? She said, well, he wants to go in a different direction than I do. And she, and she said, I just can't make my life smaller. And he wants a smaller life. Mm -hmm. I said, well, then is it time for it to be over? And she goes, yeah. And I said, so when did you actually leave the marriage anyway? And she goes, oh, 10, ten years ago or more. And then I said, okay, so can we destroy and create everything you decided then so that you can either choose to make it a great relationship or choose to leave? She goes, okay. And then she goes, oh, my God, I just realized that I actually knew this marriage wouldn't work four months before I got married. And she spent 30 years with a man that she'd already decided the marriage couldn't work with. And then she wondered why he was angry and she was angry. Uh, you know what? We make those kind of crazy decisions. We are not the brightest crayons in the box. What can I tell you? So every place you've made one of those kind of decisions, everywhere you've locked yourself into something you didn't want to be in, and everywhere you knew you shouldn't do it and you did it anyway, 
We just try and create it all. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Well, uh, so we got about a minute and a half here. Um, Julie, what you know? What would you give people advice? You know, it's like if you were to give somebody was asking you, well, what should I do about my marriage? What would you give them as an advice? Um, just really getting clear on what you'd like and um, and and what's really going to expand your life as well as everybody else. I know for me, I was I was living my life based on everybody else's needs, wants, desires, and requires. And one thing that really helps is doing the bars, getting your bars around anytime that heaviness comes up, anytime you're, you're looking at making these changes and there's like all this energy, you get your bars run and it clears that all out so you start to actually be able to see what you'd like to create truly for yourself and know that, that including you doesn't exclude other people. It actually just includes you for a change. Yeah, that's good advice because it's like that's what I see most people do in relationships. They don't actually include them in the computation. You know, it's like I was always trying to make my wives happy. You know, it's like I was, it was always about making them happy. It was never about what made me happy. And eventually what came down is that they didn't want to make me happy anymore because I was not making them happy from their point of view. They had their own point of view about what happiness was. I thought what they should have as happiness was something different than they wanted. You know what? You can't make somebody happy. You can't make anybody unhappy. You can't make anybody do anything because they're even as, they're more stubborn than you are, if that's possible. So we got to go to break, and we're going to take a break now, and we'll come back in just a few minutes with more Access Consciousness. Thanks, Julie, for being here. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, 
tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Welcome back, everybody. It's Gary with my guest, Julie Tootin. And one of the things that was really cool on the break, Julie and I were chatting just a little bit, and I asked her several years ago to have, you know, to write a book called Conscious Divorce. And she said, I think I'm finally ready. How cool is that? You know? Yes. And we were joking around a few weeks ago in Rome, and um, one of the titles was going to be, Why Couldn't My Marriage Be As Easy As My Divorce? <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that would be a good one, too. That's a real good one. Actually, that's probably better than the other one, you know? <laughs> that's way better. It's way funnier, but it's like I always like funny titles, you know, like the, you know, money isn't the problem you are, you know, sex is not a four-letter word, but relationship oftentimes is. Uh, right. Magic, you are it, be it. You know, it's like I'm always interested in a little fun with what you do. Embodiment, the manual you should have gotten when you came in, that kind of stuff. Because it's like the the deal is more than anything. It's like we have all of these sort of fixed points of view uh, that don't make things work. Hey, we have another caller coming in. It's Sharif from Canada. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, uh, my name is Sharif Nadim. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm married uh, for the last thirteen years. I'm trying to have a baby. Yeah. And uh, everything looks okay. Our reports are all normal, but uh, I'm not able to find out uh, because every time it, uh, we are unable to have a children. <clears throat> okay. So let's let's try this. Okay. It's like you know, it's like I, you know, it's like I've had several people that have come to me for private sessions. I've not tried to do this on the radio, but I'm going to try with you. Okay. But yeah. what? With private sessions, I've had people that have done in vitro fertilization and all this kind of stuff, and they've gone to every you know clinic under the sun to try and be able to have a baby, and it hasn't worked. And so one of the things I noticed is that, that when I would try to get around this subject of actually having a baby, it's like what came up was the commitment. And what most people do when they're trying to have a baby you know, it's like a child is the one sexually transmitted disease you can't get rid of. Once you have a kid, it's yours and you're stuck with them forever. So that's a really serious commitment. And so a whole lot of people 
you know, it's like they're either not willing to be committed to the person they're with. I had one lady in New York who um, she she knew that if she had a baby, that meant she had to be totally committed to her husband, and she wasn't sure she wanted to make that commitment. And if she had a baby with him, then she'd be stuck with him. And it's like we got to the bottom of it by asking this question. So what commitment are you using to avoid the choices of children you could be choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, apparently this is the one. If you can, like, like get this off of this program, put it on a loop and listen to it with your wife nonstop for about 30 days, and I can almost guarantee you, you'll be pregnant. So, okay, almost. So, Hello? what? Yes? Yeah, I have another question. Okay. Uh, I'm having a lot of health problems in my life. Like, I can, uh, like, in every part of my body, I have some health problems. Like, I, I get problems, but it stays in my body, and usually the reports and all shows normal, but it doesn't go out of my body, and I keep suffering. And the main problem which I am having for the last 10 years is that I have an insomnia problem. Uh-huh. And okay. I'm struggling a lot. And uh, I have a very good diet and everything looks okay. I'm not very stressed also. But uh, I'm struggling like I'm sleeping only for two hours and one hour and three hours maximum in the night. So that Can makes me very uh, depressed. And then uh, they, I also find out that uh, somebody has done some black magic on me. Or there's a kind of uh, you know evil spirit in me that is causing my life uh, in trouble. So I would like to have your advice on this. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Truth, are you a healer? No. You lied. <laughs> See, it's like when I ask truth, and you have to tell me the truth, or I get to know you're lying. And the problem with being a healer, if you don't acknowledge that you're actually a healer, then what you do is you try to take other people's pains and suffering into your body to heal them, and then you can't get rid of it. And it's why it shows up as you don't really have a problem, but you still have all the pains and suffering. So when you try to take on other people's pains and suffering for them, and you are a healer who can do that, then what you do is you actually hurt your own body in order, in order to help other people's bodies. So everything you've done to not acknowledge your healing capacities and everything you've done to make your life not work because you will not acknowledge you're a healer. And everything you've done to lock the pain into your body because you will not acknowledge that you're a healer. We destroy and uncreate all that. Yes, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, now I want you to do me a favor, okay? I'd like you to close yes. your eyes, go 100,000 miles outside your body, Okay. In all directions. Now look back at your body and look at the one molecule you could change that would start to relieve the pain. Okay? And turn the polarity of that molecule. Okay? Stay 100,000 okay. miles out. Stay 100,000 miles out. Look back at your body and look for the yeah. one molecule that you can change that will start to relieve the pain. And turn the polarity of that one. Okay? And keep doing that. And every night when you go to bed, do that until you fall asleep. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Gary. 
No problem. You take care. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thanks for calling. Thank you very much. Take care. <clears throat> bye bye. So, uh, Julie, what were we talking about? Anything good? I forget. We were talking about um, a book. Um, oh yeah, the book, book on, on conscious divorce. divorce. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. I've been trying to get somebody to write that for years. You seemed like the best option, and you wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, you know, I did have a little bit of judgment of myself for a while. What? Um, and and it took me, <laughs> it took me a little while to to really release that. And you know what was interesting is, um, I we were like the best couple out of all of our friends. We were supposedly the couple, you know, that had the best relationship. And what that does to all of their world when you break up, being the best couple, it's like you you're aware of all of this turmoil and stuff and thank God for who does it belong to uh, relieving some of that but it, it definitely took me a good year to stop making myself wrong about a failing marriage or okay so you. truth did you actually did your marriage fail or did it just not work yeah no it did not fail we were very successful and then it was over yeah because there's a point at which, you know, it's like I personally believe that if, they, if you had to get married every year and you were automatically divorced at the end of the year, you know, marriages would be much more valuable. That sounds like a brilliant idea. <laughs> you know, I think it's brilliant. But then I have all kinds of brilliant ideas. You know, like one of my brilliant ideas is that we should make all laws only good for a year. That way, you know, the lawmakers would have not be able to create crappy stuff. They'd have so much... It has so much work to do to keep in the good stuff that's necessary, like, you know, like things like cops and, and firemen and, you know, the basic infrastructure of our lives, that it would be a whole lot better world. But, you know, it's like nothing should be, you know, valuable for longer than 10 seconds. So it's like I know that for me personally, it's like when I got divorced, it's like all my, my, my ex's friends stopped talking to me, except one. One guy said, I refuse to take sides. Everybody else says, you're crap because you left my friend. And it's like, wow. You know, it's like, these are people that I've been kind to, I've given money to. There was one lady, I even carried her up and down the stairs of our house when she broke her ankle at our house and took care of her, you know, for three weeks. And it's like, and she spit on the ground at me when I came up to pick up my daughter at my wife's house. I went, Wow. That is really amazing. You know, it's like you do that kind of stuff, and this is what you get. Life is interesting. So you got to get that, you know, the other thing I got when I got divorced is suddenly my married friends would not have me around unless they were going to invite me over to meet some woman that they decided I should be involved in and with. But it's like as a single man, you're just not allowed to come to married people's houses. And it's like, and I... You know, it's like, is, do you find that something similar happens as a woman? Your married friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. I moved to a new neighborhood and there were all these young families and those women did not want me near their husbands at all. <laughs> it's pretty uh, no. funny. <laughs> yeah. So it's like people have a few fixed points of view about marriage. <clears throat> so everything you've done to try and make those people right who judge you for the fact that you're single and that you're formerly married, 
Will you destroy and then create all that? Yeah. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, man. I love it that we had you know two callers who wanted to get pregnant. How fun! It's it's interesting too because I've worked with several people with infertility in like one or two sessions. Um, they're either oh. having a baby or they really didn't want one. Yeah, and it's like it's so funny because it's like you finally get clear about what you do want, and then you got it. So cool. You know, and it's like I know way too many people who had children in order to keep the marriage going or keep the marriage together, and that doesn't work, and that's cruel to the kids. So, you know, from my point of view, be aware of what you really want. Be aware of what's really going to happen. And, you know, use your consciousness. So I hope you include that in the book. I can't wait to see your book. You know, get to work, honey. You know, in your spare time between taking care of kids, running your jewelry shop, making jewelry, and... uh and doing access classes and uh, let's see and let's see that's about all. oh yeah and handling your ex-husband and also you know creating Having a whole fun. life yeah yeah <laughs> okay I will absolutely because okay. I know you can do it you know all you got to do it is you know take 20 minutes every day and do it it'll be fine it'll work you know, and I'm glad you now have the perspective and realize that you're not wrong because you got divorced and your kids are doing better because you got divorced and everything's working. And even your husband is actually doing better because, you know, it's like he came to access looking to be a follower. And that's the one thing I'm not interested in. So it's like a, he couldn't be a follower. So now he has to be, you know, an antagonist. Oh, well, his choice. I hope he'll enjoy it. So welcome, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the, you know, the conversation today. I thought it was really, I, got, I think we got some cool stuff. I personally liked it. And I'm very grateful, Julie, that you were on here for us. And uh, you know what? Here's our world where nothing has to be an upset. Nothing has to be a problem. Everything is a possibility. And that's our world. And welcome to the world because you're the gift. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Thanks, Julie, for being on here. And we'll talk to you next week. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.